Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Welcome back to Looking Above. We are so glad that you are here with us today, that you are listening in. We are grateful for you and you could spend your time a lot of different ways listening to us does not have to be one of the things you do with your week, but you do. And we appreciate you. And we hope that what we're sharing here blesses you. Last time we talked about preaching to yourself and we spoke largely about how we need to start paying attention to our thoughts. We need to catch our thoughts, think about them, evaluate them, and stop the negative thinking, stop the thoughts that are just destructive and tearing us down and are going to make us be less resilient Mm -hmm. in the long run. And a big piece of that is what we're going to talk about today. And that is knowing the truth. Last week, we talked about Philippians 4, 8, and it said, you know, whatever is true. And then this whole other list of things that we can evaluate our thoughts by. And then it said, think about these things, right? So we're supposed to think on what is true. And we then evaluate our thoughts based on, is this true? The problem is how do we know what a lot of us don't know what (laughs) is true. And so we make assumptions about where truth comes from. So some of the main ones I would think are like our thoughts. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if we think something, we're like, well, that's true then. Mm -hmm. Or um, our feelings. Mm -hmm. I feel something or I Mm -hmm. feel a certain way about something then that's the truth. Right. What about other people's opinions? Mm-hmm. Um, what they think is true or what mm-hmm. they say about you or a situ- situation. Um, mm-hmm. But none of those are true. So. <laughs> right, right. So let's hash that out a little bit. Okay. Let's look at each of those and talk about um, why those aren't always true or how we can get caught up in that wrong thinking, right? So just because I think it doesn't make it true right. would be the first one, right? Just because I think it doesn't make it true. But so often our thoughts feel like truth. So if it comes through my brain, even without recognizing it, we just accept it. And I think that's the hardest is the subconscious thoughts that we're not acutely aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the hardest to capture. But like we talked about last week, the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. Right. So you have the thought like you do something wrong and you think, I'm so stupid. I suck. (laughs) <laughs> I'm yeah. so dumb. Why do I always do that? Uh-huh. We have those thoughts, uh-huh. right? Those those kinds of things come into our head, and it may be way more destructive than that. Um, but just because you think it doesn't make it true. Right. Even if you have had that thought over and over and over to where it has become this self-fulfilling prophecy or to where you're really living in that reality, That doesn't mean that it's true just because it comes into your brain, just because you think it doesn't make it true. And we're going to talk in a minute about how we do know what truth is, but I want us to really break this down and and 
consider so many of the things that come into our minds that we're aren't. accepting as truth right. without even realizing it really. Right, right. The other one you mentioned that I think is huge, especially with women, <laughs> is just because I feel it mm. doesn't make it true. Yeah, that one is, I think, prevalent. For, I, earlier I said teens, but mm-hmm. actually it's all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all think if we have a feeling, then that's the truth. If mm-hmm. I feel a certain way about someone, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even about a situation, if I have these feelings, I think feelings dictate a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. And so that one's mm-hmm. a really scary one to mm-hmm. have be our truth right. because um, feelings change a lot. Right, right. And so, yeah, like, I'm in a situation, ooh, I'm not getting a good feeling. Well, then that dictates how we are then going to behave in that situation. There are so many times, and this is not across the board truth, but there are so many times when we're in a situation and it's hard or it feels yucky and we think, oh, I need to run from this situation when really what we need to do is press in, right? So many times hard things are really important things and there are ways that we're going to learn lessons. Mm-hmm. And if we say, oh, I'm not going to do that because that feels hard, that feels yucky, we're missing so much growth. Yeah. And so resilient. much potential. Yeah. Right, right. So I have a question mm-hmm. and I didn't ask you this. So mm-hmm. what do you, how do you think you discern, or I guess what's the difference between Having feelings be your truth and discernment. Mm. Or would that just be going back to? Right, right. Scripture? So, so yes. Yeah, so there are times when we get that feeling mm-hmm. and it's feeling. And there are times when we get that ucky feeling and it it's is discernment. discernment. It's yeah. the Holy Spirit speaking to us. So that I think is going to boil down to how close are we to the Lord? Yeah. Okay. What is your relationship with God? And the more that we are listening to him and obeying him and acting on what he says, the more we're going to understand like this is the Holy Spirit giving me this Mm -hmm. feeling. The other thing is the more time we spend with God, the more our feelings are going to start to align with his ways. So then when we get that feeling, it's not just like a, you know, we can, we can say, Oh, I'm getting this feeling because I have been grown into the image of Christ. And I know this is not a godly situation that I'm walking in. And I need to, to turn away from that. And like, we're going to talk about later with scripture being Mm -hmm. the truth. The other thing that I thought of is that God and like the discernment that he gives you from the Holy Spirit will never not align with scripture. Correct. It will always align with scripture. Right. So if you get that feeling, but then it's not driving with scripture, then you know, okay, that was my feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. But it is hard and it does take a while to learn this um, difference between discernment and the Holy Spirit giving you what feels like a gut mm-hmm. feeling. So many times though, I think what we would say is our conscience is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, giving us that discernment. But we have to be in relationship with God. We have to be spending time with him. We have to be listening in order to gain that Holy Spirit conscience. Well, yeah. And to recognize it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. recognizing it though, like you said, comes with time spent with right. him. So. Right. And it's always going to be in love, Mm -hmm. you know, so if we're getting a feeling and what we're feeling is not loving, you know, we can, we cannot like something, we cannot like someone and still behave in love towards them. But if our feeling is to respond in anger or rage or Mm -hmm. 
something slanderous, then we know that is not the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's my flesh. <laughs> that's not that yeah. feeling. That feeling is probably me. Yeah. <laughs> or or right. Satan speaking to me and telling me lash out, act back. Mm-hmm. Nope, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so what we're saying is just because I feel it doesn't make it true. There are times, yes, when our feelings do align with truth. And that's a good dis- distinction to make here too. There are times when our feelings can align with truth, but we have to know what's true to know if our feelings are aligning right. with the truth. And then we can kind of weed through those feelings and say, okay, just because I feel this right now doesn't mean that this is the truth mm-hmm. of the situation. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yep. What else did we say? Someone says it, which this one I think for me, okay, not for me personally, but when I Mm -hmm. think of that, it can go back to childhood. Absolutely. Someone told me this about myself and then ever since then, I've had a belief about that or my boss said this about my work ethic and it could not be true, but Mm -hmm. because your boss said it. Someone in authority Uh says it, it feels like it's true. And it becomes your yeah belief that right, about yourself right. or a situation. Right. And it's, again, it's that seed that is planted. And then the more we dwell on it, then we start to believe it. And then grows. something grows from it, right? So then we start to sometimes live out that. That's a, called a self-fulfilling prophecy. But then we sometimes live into that yeah. and become what someone has said about us, even though that is not the truth of how God created us. Yeah, but this goes beyond things that people say about us. I mean, that can be part of it. It could be things that people say about a situation. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, right? In the counseling situation, I meet with a wife, Paul meets with the husband, and we know the truth of what's going on is somewhere in the middle, yeah. right? Um, so just because you come in and share a very convincing story with me doesn't mean that it's 100% yeah. true of even what happened in that situation or 100% true according to scripture. And that's where we then need to think about just because a pastor says it, just because an author writes it, just be, you know, we're going to hope that those people who are in authority are doing their due diligence and studying the word and, and sharing things that are accurate theologically. But we need to recognize that just because someone says something doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. That's and that's hard. And but again, it, it comes back to spending time with God and in Scripture. Mm-hmm. It you just mm-hmm. have to know it. And I mean, right. yeah, yep, yep, I, yep, <laughs> yep. And then the other one, which kind of touches on all of these, is just because it sounds believable or convincing, just because it is spoken with passion, just because it feels right. Like these are all things that I think are what our society is doing right now, right? We hear things that are being said and wow, that was said really passionately or wow, that was so convincing. Ooh, that feels right. What comes to mind for me (laughs) is reels on Instagram or um, Facebook or TikToks. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have like little snippets, you know, of a Mm -hmm. video of someone, I don't even know who it is most of the time. Not that that matters, but preaching or saying something about God. And sometimes I'm like, that's not true. Like Mm -hmm. that's not, that doesn't align Mm -hmm. with scripture, but it sounded really good because they said it so passionately and there was music in the background and all the things. And people are yelling glory, hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even in those situations, it's important to fact check. Right. The term right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So just because somebody else believes it, Mm -hmm. says it, is passionate about it, doesn't mean 
that it is truth. And so this is hard and it can be a little bit bewildering too, because our society is telling us kind of the opposite of all of this. Like we're saying you need to weed through, you need to know what's true so that you can weed through everything that's coming at you and, and know the truth. Yeah. But society is saying, make your own. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you want to believe is true. If it's true for you, it's true. And that is so false. And you said this earlier, truth is unchanging. Yeah. Which is, so I've talked to teenagers about this because um, their thing right now is like, just believe in your truth. Everyone Mm -hmm. has their own truth. And that's so scary because then that means that the truth is changing all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And truth is absolute and it doesn't change. Yeah. And I don't want a truth that changes with the wind. (laughs) I want... And a study truth. Right. And that isn't truth then. You know, if, if you've ever studied logic, you can't believe something's true. And I believe something contradictory is true. And then both true. be true. They can't both be true. Like just isn't logical. Like that's a fallacy. So that's the problem that we then see in our society right now is, you know. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of truth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And all roads lead to heaven. Like you just believe your way and I'll believe my way and we'll all get there. No, (laughs) like I want you to hear, I'm not saying that is not true. Like everything can't be true. Right. It doesn't work that way. There has to be ultimate truth. Yep. There has to be. Absolute. Yeah. Absolute ultimate truth. So what is true? How do we know? Like if this is where we're at and we've been living our lives just kind of believing what we're told, believing what we've thought, believing what we've felt, believing what somebody convincing has told us is true. And now we're like, okay, well, you just shattered all of that, Karen in Brooklyn. Now what do I do? How do we know? Well, we know based on scripture, Mm -hmm. um, the Bible. God wrote the Bible, essentially. That's his word to us. And Mm -hmm. so anything that we are not sure about, we need to look to Mm -hmm. the Bible. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. The other day, Valerie and I were talking and she was reading something in scripture and she's like, mom, did you know this is in here? This about whatever it was. And then she goes, literally, you can go to scripture about anything and you're going to find an answer. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, like it may not be case specific to every nitty gritty detail, but God gave us his word and it contains what we need for life. Yeah. And I was like, so, so cool. Like there's my 17 year old, just like, whoa, God cares about that. And enough that he put it in there. Yeah. (laughs) And another thing, like, I don't know, I've gone to the Bible before and then I've read a passage and I'm like, whoa, that, I mean, I've read that, but I didn't read that. Like now right. it, it pertains to my situation and it means something. Right. And um, it hits you different. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think this is where we need to like lay a foundation, right? This is where we need to have a theology, but you need to come to the place where you can say, I believe that God is true, that what God says is true, and that his word is truth. If we don't have that understanding as our foundation, then we're standing on shaky footing. Yeah. Because we're always going to be standing on on things that are not true, are not firm, and can, you know, sift away in the storm. And so... This is where it's a lot of soul searching. It's a lot of seeking God. It's, it's taking that time. And sometimes it just means flat out faith. 
okay, God, I don't get it all, but I'm going to, I'm going to believe that what you say is truth, that your word is true. And I'm going to operate on that I'm gonna live like assumption until I understand and really believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything that we're going to say is based on that assumption. Right. So we believe that, you know, God says in his word or, you know, Jesus says, uh, John 14, six, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the father except through me. John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. So we see some of these scriptures where Jesus is declaring, I am truth. He is God. So I am truth. There is no falsehood in him. And my word, my teachings are also truth. You can stake your life on this. You can base everything you do on the fact that what I am teaching you is true. Yeah. Right. It's not going to change. It's not right. shaky. It's firm. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when we have this discussion, when we're talking and saying, you need to know what is true, you need to stop your thoughts and say, is this true? We're saying, according to scripture. Mm-hmm. Is what you're thinking, is what that person has said to you, is this true? Can it hold up against scripture? If you take this and they have said to you, you are worthless. If you take that to scripture, what does scripture mm-hmm. say to you? Scripture says, he knows the number of hairs on your head. Mm-hmm. He says, you are worth many more, more than many sparrows. Like you can, we can go to scripture and look at what, this is what God says about me. Before you were even born, I knew you in your mother's womb. You know, mm-hmm. all of these words that say you have so much value. And then we say, well, this person said I'm worthless, but this is what God says about me. That statement is false. Mm-hmm. And we throw it out. Yeah. And it's a, one way to be able to do that is memorizing scripture, mm-hmm. which comes in very handy <laughs> in this right. situation. Right. Um, because for me, a lot of times, which I have been really convicted, I'll confess, I've been convicted that I need to memorize more scripture. Like lately, mm-hmm. that has been strong in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the scripture that I have memorized, it will literally just pop into my head when right. I need it. And it's, it's right. really cool. Um, right. But another way to learn scripture is, I mean, our phones. Mm. They have Bible apps now, and you can literally type in um, like a word, and Mm -hmm. it'll bring up the verses with that word. Right. Or even a, um, yeah, like any- topic, a theme, whatever. If you're having a problem um, with parenting, go to type that in, and it'll bring up truth in the Bible about parenting or how we should parent. Right. It's really cool. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We have tools that Mm -hmm. those hundreds of years ago did not have. Absolutely. That we can go and we can seek this out. I think scripture memory is really important. Um, This is, I I put several on today just so that I could show them off, but this is the Proclamation Coalition does these scripture memory verses. So each week we put on a new one. Um, My kids and I are doing this and I'm sure you can't see because it's not zooming in, but it has the first letter of every word in a verse on it. 
<laughs> yeah. the ad for yes. these. Yes. So we've been doing this for a few months now. And so like I can tell you, Psalm 119.9, how can a young person stay pure by obeying your word? Like I can go through and look at this and I can see many of them. I can just see like the first couple of letters now. And I'm like, okay, run from sexual sin, no other sin. So clearly affects the body as this one does. Like I know, and I don't even have to look at them anymore because I've been working on these over and over and I have these bracelets and they send you a sticker and they send you a bookmark and all of these things. Right. It's a neat way um, to memorize scripture. There's other companies we did before. I think it was Dwell that does uh, like water-based tattoos. And it's the same thing. They have just the first letter of each um, word in the Bible verse and it helps you. You don't need to do that. When I was 16, I went on a missions trip and I went with Teen Missions International And one of the things we had to do that summer was memorize scripture. And I don't, it was like 60 verses. It was a ton of verses. And we just had little note cards with the verses on them. Mm -hmm. And we just reviewed and reviewed and reviewed. And now they were King James version, which was kind of difficult for a 16 year old to understand. But to this day, I can remember so many of those passages that I memorized in my teen years. And I can call them to mind, like you said, when you need them. So scripture memory is important, you know, and Bible talks about like hiding his word in our heart that we might not sin against him. Like it is an important way that we then know the truth. And then when those thoughts come into our mind, we can immediately call that to mind because we know it and say, nope, that's not true because I know what God's word says and God's word says, and we know it. Now that sounds super daunting, right? Like I'm not saying you need to memorize the whole Bible. Yeah. I, I mean, I know some people who memorize chapters and books of the Bible. I am not that person. I have not done that. And it is so cool, (laughs) but I do memorize key verses that I know will be important in times of need. Yeah. You know, when my kids have struggled with anxiety, when they've struggled with other things, let's find a verse and let's memorize this together that will counter whatever it is that you've been Mm -hmm. believing. So yeah, it helps us to understand and to know what God says so that we can bring those things back. Memorizing. Let's talk about meditating on scripture. Um, We've talked about a little bit in the past of what meditating on scripture can look like. And it's something that I know is very important to you to meditate on scripture. How do we do this and how does it help us um, in knowledge of truth and then in becoming more resilient? Yeah, um, I'm going to read a quote that Mm -hmm. Rebecca had in her in her book, um, said, when I meditate on scripture, I see life differently. I have a clear eyed perspective on what is valuable and what is not. I'm less tempted by distractions and can more quickly see through empty promises that have no real substance. I'm less prone to buy into a human definition of freedom. Mm. And for me, meditating on scripture is like spending time with God Mm. and him speaking to me. So it does, like she said, um, she's less tempted. That happens for me and yeah. others, um, you can more quickly see through empty promises or things that say that they're truth and they're not. Yeah. It just gives you, it gives you power from the Holy Spirit right. meditating on scripture right. like that. So talk just for a minute okay. for those who maybe who haven't listened to some of our past episodes, what does meditating on scripture look like? So for me, this is kind of personal, but I wake up early in the morning when I'm not going to have distractions, which are my children. And so... (laughs) Cute distractions. Yes, they're cute distractions, but they distract me. So meditation, I think, does probably need to be in a place that's quiet. Mm 
Mm -hmm. um, a place where you can really focus Mm -hmm. and not be distracted. Um, I sit and I will sit with one verse or sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a passage um, Mm -hmm. and I will just ask God to speak to me or I will just sit with that verse for a while and um, that's how I meditate. Right. So it's kind of thinking on it, reviewing it, reading it a few times, just write it down a few times, trying to soak Mm -hmm. in like, what is the truth here and how does this apply to me? So it's really like a just a purposeful, intentional thinking, Mm -hmm. right? So, and we've talked before about how this is different than Eastern meditation, which talks about like clearing our minds. This is being very, filling our minds and being Mm -hmm. very intentional with how we focus our brains. So when you do this, like if we're talking about this, like how our minds go on this and we just have to stop it sometimes, if, if we have been practicing meditation then we're going to more quickly stop that train Mm -hmm. because we've learned how to focus our thoughts. Yeah. So when I first started, which I've said this before, but Mm -hmm. I'll say it again because we have a lot of new listeners. When I first started meditating, Mm -hmm. and like we said, it's not like the new version of meditating, Mm -hmm. but meditating on scripture, Mm -hmm. um, I would only be able to go like 30 seconds maybe, like, and my brain would go somewhere right, else. Right. But the important part is that you bring it back to scripture and God. And then the more I did that, I did it every morning for a long time. Um, I would be able to go a long time just focused right. on God and what right. his word is. Um, but yeah, like you said, then throughout the day when I'm hearing all like everything is trying to you know come mm-hmm. into your mind that's not truth it's more easy to focus on the truth and not be derailed by by um lies right cuz you can then st- you stop that train yeah. that spiral in your brain and your brain also will go back to what you've meditated on like exercise right like you're exercising yeah. your brain kind yeah. of yeah um, the more you do it yeah. the easier it is right. to- like okay well right now I feel like God is not being good to me mm-hmm. because of this situation but the, just this morning I was focused on your goodness God and how your mercies are new every morning and okay great is your faithfulness and you can stop and go back to what you've meditated on even in the noise, because you right. have practiced in the quiet. Right, right. Oh, I like that. Even in the noise, because you practice in the quiet. <laughs> mm. Good one. Okay, so um, meditation, you also had some notes here. Just it's about abiding, spending yeah. time with spending time with God. Yeah. It's about seeking Him. This has been big to me lately is seeking mm-hmm. and expectancy. Mm-hmm. Um, going to His Word and seeking Him in it. Mm-hmm. Like actually looking like, God, right. show up for me. But then expecting that He will and that He's going to speak to you. Right. I think if you go, if you... If you don't have that expectancy, he'll still speak to you, and I right. believe that. Right. But if you do, I feel like it's more, and it's more powerful, and yeah. you hear him more. Yeah. So that is a good segue into study mm. and needing to study the Word. So another way that we're learning truth is by getting into Scripture, getting into the Bible. And we've talked about this before. We cannot live vibrant, mature Christian lives living on secondhand regurgitated knowledge of Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Devotionals are great 
um, I we do devotional, right. Yeah. We love, we love our Rebecca Lyons and yeah. our Jenny Allen. Like we love them. You know, <laughs> we, we love these books that are going to, um, go into scripture, chew it up and spit it back out for us. Nothing wrong with that, but you cannot live only on that. You need to get into the word for yourself and dig into it. And again, I know, especially if you are a young believer or if you have not been taught to read the word, that sounds daunting. That sounds big. And sometimes we get there and we're like, I don't understand what I'm reading. Part of that may be a translation issue. Talk to somebody and get a Bible that you're going to better understand that's still accurate. But... Um, but you need to get into the word and that's where, you know, I really like that you said about coming into it with this expectancy. So we need to go in asking God, God, speak to me, reveal yourself to me in this book, in this, whatever I'm reading today, this passage, and then expect that the Holy spirit is going to show up and God is going to be revealed through what you're reading. Mm -hmm. That's, and that kind of also goes into believing that the Bible holds power, right? right? Yes. We can look at it as a book Mm -hmm. or words, or Mm -hmm. I mean something someone wrote a long time ago, but really, or even a manual, you could Mm -hmm. even think it does hold wisdom. And there's good stuff in here, Mm -hmm. but there's good stuff elsewhere. Right. (laughs) The thing is, is this, this book, the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> is God's word and believing right. that and believing that it holds power right. really changes how you read it and how you live it out. Right, right. Let's just, we'll throw a verse in here. Actually, I put the whole passage because I just think in context, it's even better. But 2 Timothy three fourteen to 17 um, says, but you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know, they are true for, you know, you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught by the, you have been taught the Holy scriptures from childhood and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Scripture is powerful and it has so much power in our lives to help us see what's true, realize what's wrong, helps us to teaches us and God is using it to prepare us to do what he has called us to do. Mm -hmm. So there is tremendous, tremendous power in here. Other places in scripture talk about it being, you know, sharper than a double-edged sword. Like it can, like his word can just cut out the bad stuff in us. You know, it's so powerful. So yes, we need to recognize when we're coming to scripture, come expecting like this has power and it's going to change my life today. And even if you don't necessarily believe that right this second, I really just challenge and encourage you mm-hmm. to try it yeah. because he really will yeah. show up for you and speak yeah. to you. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about, we've taught before the SOAP method yeah. for studying scripture. Will you tell mm-hmm. us what the acronym stand for? Because Let's, I was just thinking yep. I didn't <laughs> study Right. Study or that is, that's the scripture, right? So first we write down, you write down the passage, right? And so with the SOAP method, you usually only use one or two verses at a time. Yeah, not a whole passage. Right. You're just looking at a very small snippet of scripture. So the first thing you're going to do is study. So (laughs) write it down. down. It's okay. (laughs) Write it down. So write it in your own handwriting. It helps you to process the words as you go. Then we're going to observe, Mm -hmm. right? So in observation, we're just looking at what is the scripture saying to me? Mm-hmm. 
right? Just what, simply. Yep. What are the main points? What is, what am I gleaning from this? Apply. Apply. Right. How does this apply? What can I do with this scripture? This makes it more personal, or at least mm-hmm. this step I'm always like, okay, now bring it to me. What is this right, mean for me? Right. It, maybe it's a scripture about Jesus. Okay. If I now believe this to be true about Jesus, how am I going to live differently today? Mm-hmm. Right. So how does this apply? What do I do with this knowledge that I have? And then the last one is prayer. Mm-hmm. And we take that scripture and we pray it back to God. It's simple, simple, but it really does it help. That is a really good place to start with meditating on scripture too, Mm -hmm. because it gives you kind of a step-by-step guide. And those of us who like step-by-step, if you're someone who's like, I need a prescription, I need a plan to follow. This is a very easy way to get into scripture and start reading it. Yeah. And this isn't, we did not make this up. You can Google the soap method and it will come up and it'll give you the steps. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so things that we do, we med- memorize, we meditate, we study, and then eventually we will know mm-hmm. the truth and that it doesn't happen overnight. I want to encourage you, you know, when I'm saying you need to think on what is true and you're supposed to stop this spiral in your brain and hold it up against what is true, it does, it's not going to happen overnight. Right. It takes time. <laughs> it, it's going to take some time. And another thing that's really important is praying and asking for God's, God to help you, God's wisdom, God's strength right. throughout this too, because he will help you. Right. Right. And then we talked last week about the voices that we allow into our lives and what are we, what are we listening to? This is, this is really important, I think, especially in relationship and in friendship. It is very easy for us to sit down and a friend come to us and say, this is what's going on. And us to say, well, this is what I think you should do. Mm -hmm. This is what my experience was. That's easy, right? That's what we all do. But what we need are friends who are going to say, well, this is what I know to be true. Mm -hmm. In this situation right now, this is what we know to be true. And who's going to say, this is what God's word said. This is what God says. This is the truth in your situation. Someone who's not going to get caught up in our emotions, get emotional, you know, and yes, is there a, like we bear each other's burdens and yes, I might be very broken alongside of you, Mm -hmm. but then I'm going to say, okay, but let's go back to God's word. Yep. Let's go back to scripture. Let's see what God says about this situation. Mm -hmm. And with that, if you want friends like that, you need to become that friend. Mm-hmm. So doing all of this is very important so that you're also the kind of friend who's speaking right back into yeah. someone else and saying, wait a minute. Hey, Karen, <laughs> I don't know if what you said is true. Let's stop. Think about what you're thinking and let's take it to God and take it to his word. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. So important. I think as we wrap up, let's just talk about you had brought to mind that this is hard to do in the everyday. Yeah. That's my experience. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's that way for everyone. I think that um, like, okay, so in a big hard situation, it's it's hard. I'm not taking mm-hmm. away from that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can step back and think, okay, in this huge situation, mm-hmm. what is true? In the everyday, like when your child isn't putting their shoes on or you're running late or Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's bills and all the things um, that happen often. I think we can get these really deep mental patterns of thoughts we have. 
And they're the subconscious ones, I think, most of the time that we were talking about earlier. And so sometimes it's harder in the everyday to bring truth in. Right. When your child doesn't want to put their shoes on, yeah. they're doing this to me. Mm-hmm. They're trying exactly. to <laughs> they're trying to slow me down. What is her problem? Why isn't he obeying me? He's being so disrespectful. Yeah. I've really been evaluating my thoughts about my children yeah. lately, which yeah. sounds so bad because on the top of my head I'm like, "No, I only I only think good things about them." Right. But I get offended if I'm honest about when Quinn doesn't put her shoes on when I've asked her 10 times. I'm like, seriously, why do you want to make us late? Um, And that's obviously not her intention. But until I evaluated those thoughts, I had Mm -hmm. no idea that I was (laughs) even feeling them. And then we take that and just common sense says, the truth of this situation Mm -hmm. is that my five-year-old is not trying to hijack my day. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I don't even need to go to scripture (laughs) to know, like, that's just not true. But it's so weird that our brains will automatically make us the victim in a situation, even against a five-year-old who got distracted. Right, right. So I think it just really takes evaluating um, your feelings and Mm -hmm. your thoughts throughout the day. Like, what am I actually thinking in this situation? Right. And is it true? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, the podcast is called Looking Above, Mm -hmm. and that's what we're trying to do here. We're saying sometimes we need to take our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, what we're believing to be true and realize like we are focused on the here and now. Mm -hmm. We are focused on the temporal. We're focused on the circumstances and our thinking is clearly not looking above. We're clearly not looking at Jesus. We don't have our eyes fixed on him. Mm -hmm. We're not asking him for his perspective on this situation. And so as we wrap up, our, our encouragement always is to get back into scripture, turn your eyes back to Jesus, keep looking above.